All right, what's up, guys? We're at the uh, 102nd installment of the Unplugged Alpha podcast series. Welcome. Um, we're having an awesome time with what's uh, what's happening after the show with uh, Ladies Night. Moff's got another panel lined up, so make sure uh, you know you're tuned in for that. Um, so my guest tonight, he's just in the waiting area. I'll bring him in a second. Um, he's a dude that mentioned me, not mentioned, messaged me on uh, my platform through my website. And I've copied and pasted in the description his original um, email to me, looking for some assistance and help. Um, this is the sort of request that I would generally just sort of like record a generic response to. But I think in a scenario where a guy's looking for some genuine direction and advice uh, in life and um, really needs it, um, I thought it might be more interesting for both parties to do this live and sort of chop it up so we can do some dialogue back and forth. So. Um, let me pull the caller in here, and I think this is probably the best way to do it. Uh, caller, we're just going to call you Bob, if that's cool. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, so let's just do that. Uh, so welcome. Um, you are the gentleman that sent me the email. I think what I think the best thing for me to do for those that haven't read it, just sort of frame it. I'll just read it out loud, and then we'll sort of um, go back and forth and see what we can do to be useful for you. So this is, hey, Rich. Uh, I've watched a lot of your content, and while I'm not a deep follower of the Red Pill, I'm certainly interested in becoming the most ideal man I can, and I'm glad you support men. Uh, I found the Red Pill years ago and realized how important status and confidence is for maintaining attraction. I understand hypergamy. Um, I used to be more naive, but I still get one-itis a lot. The reason why I'm requesting a video, and by the, by the way, guys, if you want to request a video, pinned in the top comment of all my videos there's links to a bunch of stuff and one there is uh how to request a specific video on a topic that you want to talk about this is one uh the reason why i'm requesting a video is because i need clarity on my situation i want to remain productive and not sulk though my romantic failures can consume me uh without divulging too much i'm 23 a grad student at a good university uh who in their free time enjoys hiking photography travel and biking i have money saved but my main priority is education not business as my school is all paid for since my family is fairly well off. Uh, I'm going to enter a career in politics and or city and environmental planning, and I spent the last year or two gaining internship experience. I'll let you assess my life based on my socials, more photos of me than the story reels. Uh, you can see I like to travel. So he linked his um, social media, media, I had a look at it, and I've also verified that the person behind uh, the caller name is indeed our friend in the social media because I really don't like it when people try to pull fast ones on me and I always try to verify that. Um, for years, I've been balancing between education, professional goals, trying to attract women. I've been looking for a relationship for years. I've been on 20 plus first dates and asked out countless women through apps, social media, campus approaches, but I've had a really high rejection rate. I know it's my fault, but I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've kissed a few, but I've never been in a relationship and I am celibate. Recently rejected by an attractive woman I liked after two dates because he put in quotations, no chemistry, even though I thought we were, we were compatible. Uh, woman I've stuck up, struck up conversation with and taken out on dates, coffee, nice restaurants, bookstores, beaches, etc. have told me I'm not shy and I like talking to you. I make them laugh and it seems okay but ends up being rejected uh the women i've liked come in all body types taller and shorter than me though i prefer taller different passions my age to a decade older and verifying life plans through ideally i would want goal oriented sorry goal oriented women i don't want kids i'm five six thinly built i don't lift weights but i do cardio every week feel frustrated I want direction and someone who's successful. So I turned to you to gain insight from the red pill perspective. Perhaps people in the comments can share as well. All right. 
Well, Bob, here we are. Hi, thank, thanks for having me on. Yeah, and uh, thanks for having the balls to do this. Because I know this is uh, tough and it's a difficult conversation. So I have no issue keeping you anon. Um, I know who you are, and um, you know we're here to sort of get to some solutions. So give me a little bit of back uh, background on you beyond what you sort of put in that uh, email to me that provides some, I guess, I guess frame around your childhood, like um, you know what you like doing for fun, what your hobbies were, were you involved in sports? Like you know, tell me about your teenage years at least. Yeah, um, no, I haven't been a big sports guy um, because I've I just never been that athletically inclined. Um, like I've done tennis and uh, I was doing like cross country in in like junior high, but I've never really been done team sports and that's never been really been my um forte i i think that um uh, i was fairly shy as a child and even now like that's still it's come up a lot of people have said that i'm not like super shy but i've had a lot of social anxiety so i've i've, I've i had friends as a kid but i wasn't like the most you know, sociable, um, popular guy um, throughout school, throughout college. Um, I didn't really start dating until I was like 20, 20, 21. Um, so I was kind of like a late bloomer there. Um, my hobbies are pretty much like I've gotten really into photography. I used to do a lot of writing, but that sort of fell by the wayside. Um, now I'm more into photography. Uh, I like biking and I want to pick up mountain biking mm. uh, more actually. I've always liked hiking. I actually joined a hiking club um, in school and I kind of met people a bit that way, but it didn't work out a hundred percent. And yeah, I'm just really like, I like the outdoors, um, over staying inside, even though I'm not the most extroverted, extroverted. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, you said you you joined a few hiking clubs. Uh, did you have a lot of gals in the hiking club or like what was the mix? Yeah. Um, there were a fair amount, um, of girls in the, in the club. Um, mm -hmm. I asked out that. I uh, approached and like struck a conversation on the second when I'm three on the second hike. Um, this chick I talked to um, probably almost the entire time, but and I got her social, and then it just kind of like fell by the wayside. Like she didn't. Mm -hmm. It just well, you know, just kind of. Uh, it didn't progress past there. Did you guys exchange texts? Like, did you go back and forth? Did you flirt with her at all? Did you ask her out? Like, no, you go? no, just just chatting like in person was like the most. And then when after, um, I gave her my social actually. Yeah. And then did after she ended up following that, you. Did she engage any of it? No, not okay. not on. No, it was okay. just during it in person on the hike. Okay, so let's deal with the in person stuff. So. I think that's a pretty good example. You know, you're going out for a hike, you're walking. One of the pieces of advice I give guys is usually on a first date on a sniff test. It's always great to grab a coffee and go for a stroll for a bunch of reasons. The main one that I find is you get to check them out, right? Because you're walking and you're sort of moving it. It's an easy way to sort of uh, 
have a nice conversation. So you're going for a stroll. What do you usually talk about with these girls? You know, you're interested in her, you find her attractive. What do you usually talk about with her? Yeah, so the last date uh, we went to this, the first date was pretty well, good. We went to like a nice restaurant. Um, I, what do we talk about? Like everything, honestly, like my, int our interests, hobbies, um, pets. You said um, you said our interests, hobbies. So does that mean that you're talking about your interests and hobbies oh, like along with hers, or mine and hers? Okay. So like it's kind of like a back and forth. Um, Are you trying to match up to her and be like, oh, you know, I like, uh, you know, you like uh, this and I like this, you know, sort of thing? Is that? I, I, I kind of, I've I've done a lot of like, well, at least on the last date that I'm referring to, I did a lot of like teasing, because mm -hmm. um, not negging, but like kind of like banter and like trying to be flirty mm. um and so that's why i i just wanted to get to know her so i just we talked about like what we're interested in mm. like what we like to do for fun we both weren't that like athletic um she's in the same school with you like how did you run into no this, this is this is a woman i met on 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 the apps um, oh, okay so this is a dating app this isn't the hiking club no Okay. Yeah, I want to so, go back to the hiking hike club okay. and sort of deal with the so social sort of conversation. So you're taking a stroll. There's a, you know, there's a gal, you know, you dig her vibe, you find her attractive, you know, you start chattering her up. How does that usually go? Like, how do you open her? What do you try to talk about? Um, I probably just commented on like school things at first and like her university experience and mm -hmm. my university experience and the conversation. I think if I remember just kind of, um, went from there you know um we talked about like the outdoors like what we like doing like mm -hmm. what we what we found what we find interesting about like hiking and and um you know i i think with this person i didn't really like it wasn't as flirty you know i wasn't doing as much like tea back and forth kind of like banter as as like I would have if because I, I wasn't the thing is, is like I wasn't um it's like a dating app it's like more you know it's not platonic like right away but if is, it's is she asking you questions at this point you know you're going for a walk for a long walk well, the thing is, there were other people questions? other guys there it wasn't just mm -hmm. me and her like, mm -hmm. I didn't know her other guys knew her right but I mean you're, you're going for a stroll and you're having a conversation does she get to the point where she's like Hey Bob, I'm kind of interested in you know those shoes, or you, you know I heard that you like this, or like is she little. asking you questions? Yeah, a little. But what kind of questions was, is she asking you? Just about my like you know my degree, like what my, my interests are, my passions, mm -hmm. what I like to do. But she was also kind of like alternating between me and the other guys in the group. Mm -hmm. What do you think she's trying to get to when she's asking about your degrees and your passions and your interests and your hobbies? I mean, I think she's trying to get to know me, but I don't, I I could tell it wasn't like, it wasn't romantic, it was just. Yeah, well, well I mean, she's sizing you up, right? I mean, so if a woman starts asking you questions, that generally means that she's got a degree of interest, right? Otherwise, she won't be asking you questions, she'll just move on or she'll take her attention somewhere else. So there's, there's at least a genuine beginning to it. Yeah, but... well, I mean, maybe it wasn't the best example because I've had other. Well, just follow me on this. Yeah, so just follow me on this. So I mean, like what I'm talking about is captivation here, right? Because you can do anything you want to a woman except for bore her. So so she's trying to figure out what's what's interesting about Bob, right? Like 
what does he like to do? Like, does he have an interesting hobby that I might like to partake in? Like, does he have a boat? Oh, I like guys with boats. Maybe we could go boating sometime sort of thing. Like this is, this is usually how women size up guys in groups, especially if they start asking questions like, Oh, like, what do you like to do in your spare time? And if it's something that's not that interesting, she's going to have a hard time continuing the conversation with you. That's, that's just really what I'm just trying to explain to you to sort of get you some clarity around the dynamics of some of these things. Cause I mean, you do have some social awkwardness. I think you mentioned at the beginning too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Have you, have you done anything to try to work on that? Like you doing anything to sort of improve your conversation skills and flow a little bit better with that? Um, other than I did, to I've been doing Toastmasters. Okay. And that's okay, helped a bit. But that's more speeches. That's not really like, that's not really like interacting with women. Well, I mean, talking to women is like, I mean, you could say it's like giving a speech. I mean, one of the tenets that you'll learn from like the Red Pill Mano Swamp is to, to just ignore her beauty, right? Like just treat her like she's just a person, right? Because guys can get caught up and stumble over themselves. Oh my God, she's a nine. She's a 10. I'm talking to this girl. She's actually here with me. She's across the table from me sort of thing. And you, you know, you can get lost in her beauty. And like one of the core tenets that you have to learn as a guy is just to ignore that and just, just treat her like anybody else. Like even being slightly disinterested, it sounds like you've done some pickup artist course or something because you mentioned neg or did you read that somewhere in a book? No, I just read that. Okay. Where'd you read that? On online. Like the red pill. Okay. Some like, I mean, pick up artist yeah. forum or something. Reddit. Okay. Got it. Um, yeah. So it's just, I mean, it, it just gives me an idea that you've, that you've done a little bit of your research on this, you know, sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I have. so as far as the awkwardness, like you said, you've done a little bit of Toastmasters, which is more or less giving speeches. And you say it's not the same thing as talking to girls, but I would argue you could, you could treat it the same way. You know, you really could. You know, if you're not, if you're not looking at her and being like, oh my God, just, you know, starry eyed, like deer in the headlights sort of thing. Do you think that you can get good at that? Like, it's not that difficult to do, you know, to be honest with you, just look at a, a five, look at a 10, treat them like, like you yeah. can practice this just by making eye contact with all women and holding their yeah. gaze. You know, if there's a beautiful 10, you know, that you see somewhere, just, just look at her and just pretend like yeah. she's a five. Yeah, I can I've, I've done that. I mean, I've been able to do it. It's just, um, I, I don't, I don't necessarily know, like, I mean, I can tell when I'm being awkward, but I'm not always awkward. Like I feel yeah. like, you know, on the, as I wanted to say on the last date that I went on, um, mm -hmm. we talked, the date was like three hours and we talked in, we went back and forth the entire time. This uh, was a first date for three hours. It was a first date for three hours at a nice. Let me just let me just come back to that three-hour date in one second because I think that'll be important. Um, I was just scrolling here, and you've got the pictures of your travels and the pictures of yourself through your travels. I don't see a social circle. There's only one picture here with you and your family sitting down, but I don't see like social circle pictures where you're sitting around with other guys. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I only have like individual friends, but I don't really have like a circle, honestly. Okay. I'm going to come back to the friendship in the circle in a second. So tell me about the three hour date. How did that go? Um, it went pretty well. I, I feel like I held conversation well the entire time. I was flirting with her. Um, I, I don't think, I mean, she said after the date, she's like, you're not that shy. Mm. Um, she invited me. 
she agreed to a second date and we went on that and she rejected me. But, um, I, and I think that one, I was like, I was a little more, you know, awkward, but I still don't think I was, I don't, I don't think I was like anything like, it's anything mm -hmm. terrible. Well, something must have happened in the three hours for her to stick around for that long and agree to a second date. I just think I really was like vibing with her. Like I was, I was able to kind of connect and like be charming, I okay. guess. Mm -hmm. And where'd you do the date? It was at an upscale restaurant. Um, I'm did you have dinner? Say. Was it drinks? Was it coffee? It was dinner. It was um, fairly pricey, but it was dinner. Okay, so you took her out for a fairly pricey dinner on a first date. The second one was it was a lunch. It was more pricey, but this was also pretty. Uh, and then yeah. you bought her lunch on the second date. We split. Oh, you split the bill on the second date. Them. Yes. Interesting. Um, your family's well off. Why would you split the bill? Uh, she was older than me. Um, How much older? She's in her early thirties. Okay, that's so, quite a bit older. That's like because uh, you're what twenty three. Yes. Why would you go out I, with an early thirties woman? Um, I guess I expanded my options on the apps to early to like mm -hmm. thirty three because why not? I mean, why would why would a thirty three year old agree to go out on a date with a twenty three year old student? I don't know. I don't know. Take a stab at it. Like I don't know who she is. I don't, I don't have her profile here. I'm just I'm just wondering why you think if she finds me attractive or she's. She doesn't have she doesn't have strict preferences. Okay, but this is I'm not like I'm not like I'm saying most of the girls I've gone out with are in my in their twenties. I'm mm. just saying this girl who woman who I was vibing with was in her early thirties. But for the most part, it's because I've had difficulty with girls in their twenties that I'm opening up to. I opened up to someone in her early thirties. I mean. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to need to take notes because you can go back and watch the replay, Bob. So a um, couple of things there that I noticed right off the bat. And, you know, I talk about this in my book and I know you haven't read my book um, front to back, but you should. Um, but for a first date, it's really just a sniff test. It's do I dig her vibe? You know, is this something that, you know, that I can escalate? Is she interested in, in me? Um, it's just to sort of check her out and, and have her check you out and sort of get a feel for each other. They should never go for three hours. They should never be dinner. They should never be anything more than something simple and quick. Because at the end of the day, I mean, like if you're if you're doing something with your life, you don't have three hours to do a first date with a complete stranger, right? It, it, like you only want to invest in women that, that start to invest in you, that, that actually express genuine interest. And how much did you spend on the dinner? Like 70 70 bucks together both it was like 70. okay well, that's not too bad um like like i just flat out tell guys don't do dinners it, it, it's drinks it's coffee schedule it for a like if it's in the evening you know you're gonna meet in the evening it's like okay i've got uh 8 30 open you know meet me at this uh cocktail bar you know i'll uh I've got about an hour that I can spend. Let's grab a drink and, you know, check each other out in real life and see if there's any chemistry. And you sort of like move into that. And then you keep it on the timeline because you've got things to do. Right. So, I mean, getting towards the end of it, you know, you're going to let her know I've, you know, I've got things to do. So it was great meeting you, but I'd love to see you again. You know, can we get together? Da, da, da. And 
you know, if she's genuinely interested in you, then, you know, you're going to walk her to her car, you're going to walk her to her Uber, you know, whatever it happens to be. Uh, if there's an opportunity for a peck or a kiss, you do it. If not, fine. I mean, you're going to see her again anyway. Just be cool about it. But that's really like the extent of your first interaction. It it, it shouldn't be three hours of, of selling selling yourself, feeding her, you know, at a restaurant. It's, it's always going to be super awkward, right? Like save the meals for after you've sort of gotten to know each other a little bit more. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like something more casual, less kind of, less yeah. expectation. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to make the most out of your time. Like I know that you're struggling here to get to like second and third base even. Um, but I mean, you're getting to first base cause you're getting some dates and you know, you're talking to women and they seem genuinely captivated enough that they're willing to spend three hours with you plus another date. So unless she's just looking to be fed, I mean, was she, was she broke? Was she unemployed? <laughs> No, no, okay. no, no, I don't think so. Okay, so she wasn't looking to be fed then, so she had her own money yeah. then, so she had a genuine, at least some genuine interest in you. I think yeah. that we can all agree on that, right? So you can get the door open, it's just that you're not able to walk through it. Yeah, it's happened a, It's happened like a bunch of times, yeah, okay. where I can kind of get like first date or like an interaction goes well, then I can't really like move on from that. Okay. So let's do a little bit of self-reflection um, and estimate your uh, value. I mean, if you were to give yourself a ranking on from one to 10, with 10 being the most value, like the best version of yourself and one being the worst version, where would you place yourself right now on a scale of one to 10? A six. Okay. So you're a six out of 10. What do you think you would need to do to be a 10 out of 10? Uh, every, my friends say Jim. Mm -hmm. encouraging me to gym um and i'm kind of lazy about that uh Why? but that because i i i don't i just i don't really want to do it it's just only procrastination mm. do you don't see the importance of self-care or you don't want to do it because for do, women do cardio, or i do cardio well women but i don't really want to do it for women but like i do yeah. cardio already like at least like i was doing like three miles of biking a day when i was in at uni so yeah okay so like i do... just I mean like staying healthy like i kind of already do that so gym would be more like you know like for my like ego or like mm. you know women really so like are you under the impression that going to the gym is just to get women or no but as i said i'm just kind of like i'm just kind of i've been procrastinating about it okay so. I mean, your friends have given you some some valuable advice and said, you know, you should go to the gym. But do they train? Yeah, one of my good friends um, has, has done a lot of gym, a lot of working out. Okay, so what's stopping you from going to the gym with him? Aside from um, being like lazy, right? I don't know. It's just I, I, I don't, I, I don't feel up to it. That's it's just my own like. Okay, you're um. You said you're five foot six, I think. Yes. Okay. And what do you weigh right now? One ten. So you're 110 pounds, five foot six. Yes. Okay. Do you think that you could get your <laughs> like? I think you're vastly underestimating the optics and the importance of masculinity and strength. Yeah, um, I could definitely get myself like a higher weight. Like. 110 pound male is very, very light. Like, I mean, like, how can I put this? 
I mean, I've dated women that are five, five that weigh more than 110 pounds. Yeah. Like you're very, very light. And, and I would, I would argue that 110 pounds at five, six is frail. Yeah. I mean, like Um, saying that I don't feel like it or that it might be too much work and I'm not sure, you know, what it is or where that's from, but it's like, even if it's not for girls, even if you don't want to do this because you don't want to impress women or that it's not about that at all. Being physically fit and physically strong has many other benefits beyond just attracting women, right? Like people will look upon you more favorably in in your workplace, when you're applying for a job, when you're um, like, if you're 110 pounds, five foot six, you're more likely to be a target of a crime, right? Like I've never... I, I'm I'm six foot two and I've usually weighed around 195 to 200 pounds, 203 pounds, you know, is usually what I spent most of my 20s in. And like, I've never had anybody try to fight with me, right? Like people just leave me alone. And you walk differently, you hold yourself out to the public differently. You know, people look at you differently when you're in a physically strong body. And you don't have to be tall to be in a physically strong body. In fact, you have a very significant advantage being your height at five foot six to put on muscle because because smaller guys put on muscle much faster and it looks a lot more impressive, a lot quicker, right? Like the distance between um, like joints, you know, for me is going to be a lot longer than it is a guy like you. And I know this because I have a friend, we used to call him Pocket Hercules. He was about five foot five. He wasn't even, even five foot six, but we used to call this friend of ours Pocket Hercules and we would go to the gym and this guy was jacked, right? Like he would just look at weights and he would put on muscle, right? Like you're missing a huge opportunity living optimally in your own body for your own reasons with the benefit of being attractive to women yeah i get that um i used to do a lot of like calisthenics like yeah. push-ups sit-ups mm-hmm. pull-ups i did that like two years ago why'd you stop that probably i don't i just got busy with like school and like like just like allotting my times did you put on much weight when you well, were doing it was that? During the, no i didn't put on weight it was during the pandemic so mm-hmm. I was doing school from remote school, so okay. I had more time to work out. Okay, but you didn't put on any weight when you were doing the calisthenics, push-ups, chin-ups, all that kind of stuff? I don't think much, no. I, I, I saw, like, I got more, like, my arms were more toned. So okay. Other than that, no, not more weight. Did you enjoy it? Like, did you like looking a little bit better? I liked it. Um, I liked, I felt very, like, good in my body, um, mm. but... And and a girl I went out with actually like noticed and was like you have noticed it, but um, I uh, I don't know I just stopped because I I felt like it was a lot of it was work and I I wanted to put that work to like school and education. So you're downplaying the significance of living in a strong body. I would I would say at five foot six, and. I want to hear from the chat here as well too, but I would say at about five foot six, you should aim. Well, my buddy at five five used to weigh about one hundred fifty five pounds, so I would say one hundred fifty five to one hundred sixty pounds. Like you're okay. like you're fifty pounds underweight. All right, that's a good hundred thirty for first target, I guess. Well, I would I would aim for at least one hundred fifty five at five six. Okay. Muscle. I mean, like that. At your age, it's it's super easy to just put on muscle and not. And not gain fat. I mean, you've got a lean figure anyway. Um, doing the cardio is fine. You can probably pull back on it a little bit. But I would get a gym membership with your friend, set a schedule, 
make make sure you're eating calorie dense food. Like, what do you usually eat? Like, what's your diet look like? Um, I've been eating a lot. I eat like oatmeal, um, just a, a lot of range of things like pasta, um, mm-hmm. oatmeal. Um, I try not to eat a lot of red meat, but I do have like um, I cook like I make like salads. Um, I've if I'm not feeling up to cooking, um, like I'll make like chicken and pasta. If I'm not feeling up to that, I'll just order in like Mexican cuisine or uh-huh. pasta or sandwich. Um, I don't like to eat like processed foods. I never felt good about that. Okay. Well, I mean, like you're eating pot, like, I mean, pasta is basically going to turn into sugar in your body, right? Because it's carbs. Um, are you able to get one gram of uh, protein per pound of body weight in you? I mean, it should be easy at 110 pounds because all you need is 110 grams of protein daily. I'm not sure. Probably I can do that. So again, I mean, watch this replay. And my friend, you have a lot of work to do. Like I can tell you right now, I mean, if you want your question shouldn't be, how do I get a girlfriend? Your question should be, how do I become a competent, strong, virtuous, masculine man? Because Yeah, mean, and I've been doing that. I've been doing that in areas I've, other than, than, than body. Okay, so tell me about the areas that you've been doing that in then. Career, um, definitely career. I built a website. Um, I've really leveled up my LinkedIn and gaining experience in career. So I have like a trajectory after I graduate. Um, well, okay, hold on, sec, hold on a sec, hold on a sec, hold on yeah. a sec, hold on a sec, hold on a sec. So you've really, so you see value in your LinkedIn? In my Instagram, yes. Okay. Um, what value is in your Instagram and in your LinkedIn right now? Well, my LinkedIn, I feel like it really uh, provides me a kind of a, a, a um, what do you call it? Like, an air up space where I can kind of ex- like display my achievements and my amb- ambition and what mm-hmm. I want to do with my life. And my social media is kind of where I would, I like display my life and my interests and, mm-hmm. and what I'm doing. Okay. Um, uh, I mean, I'll tell you from the perspective of somebody that's successful worth eight figures linkedin is a pile is a steaming pile of horseshit it's it's really not that valuable unless you want to really uh i mean move through jobs like if you want to move through and hold your resume out to the to the public like to me the value of what you've built here on your linkedin is is utterly pointless if you're 110 pounds at, at five, six, right? Like saying that I have accomplished these things and I've gone to these schools and I've worked here, even if I was an employer, which I'm not anymore, but I've employed hundreds of people and I've terminated a lot of people too. Even if I was an employer, if you came into me and I was considering you as a candidate at five, six, 110 pounds, uh, slightly awkward, slightly anxious, you know, dealing with stuff, depending on the position, like unless it's like dealing with a computer directly all day long, I would I would definitely pick somebody else, right? Because I would take one look at you. Like people get judged on how they look, right? Like how you look matters. Like women will judge you based on your looks. You're fortunate in the regards that you're getting your foot in the door with a date because you're a genuinely uh, good looking guy. Like you've got good bone structure. Like you're, I mean, you're very lean, obviously. So you're going to have good bone structure in your face at that weight. But um, 
you're not an ugly guy, right? Like there's guys that have a lot harder problems, you know, in the looks department. But the problem is, is that you're just so small and frail and women want to look up at, at a, a guy like they want to be with somebody that looks like they can, they can be protected by this guy. Like, I talk about this in yeah. the book. There's there's engineers that have collected data on women's search habits when it comes to um, you know their fantasies. And there's another book out there called A Billion Wicked Thoughts, which sort of like breaks it all down as well and other details. But but women's top searches that really arouse them: vampires, surgeon, billionaire, uh, werewolves. You know, like these are people and things that that have personalities of of strength, virtue, and have the capacity for extreme violence as well, too. Right. Um, or damage, you know, if you look at it that way. Um, one of the areas that you definitely need to fix and, and take a lot more seriously is like you got to get your physicality sorted out. And it's, and it's easier for you to go from 110 to 150. Sorry, I'm not going to say it's easier. It's, it's going to be an easier path, I'll put it that way, than going from 300 pounds down to 150, if you see what I'm saying, right? Because you're already lean, like you're already skin and bones basically. And yeah. I know what that looks like because I was skin and bones when I was 16. Like I started lifting weights around 16, maybe 15. I remember my dad gave me Charles Atlas's uh, mail-in flyer. It was called Dynamic Tensions at the time. And it was doing mostly push-ups, calisthenics, you know, push-ups, chin-ups. Um, you, you do some body resistance motions. Um, and I was, again, you know, I mean, I've shrunk a little bit. I was just about six foot three around that age, but I was 130 pounds. Like I was light, like skin and bones basically. Right. So I know what it's like, but you have to get in the gym. You got to put in the reps. You got to eat the calories. You got to consume the protein. You got to have a gram of uh, protein for every pound of uh, body weight. Um, I've got a supplement line that has a great protein you know, supplement. I've got a testosterone booster in the lineup. There's lots of things that you can do to supplement going to the gym picking up heavy things and putting it down but you can't substitute doing the work like you have to put the time in like you have to do the work it's it's like there there's nothing in my opinion that has a better return on investment than going to the gym in a man's life when you when you become older one of the most important things you have to have on your body if you want to live into your um let's just call them live well through the autumn years of your life is you need lean muscle mass Right. And if you lack lean muscle mass, you will die young and you will have a weak and, you know, pitiful existence in the later years of your life. Like you have to have muscle mass on your body. Yeah. Yeah. I understand that. Uh, I, I, as I said, uh, people have encouraged me, you know, um, and I was doing, doing the workouts for a while, but I just stopped because of time. But, I, I you have all the time in the world. You're just a student, right? Like I have, I have businesses that I run. I got to be a, a parent. I got to be a brother. I got to be a son. I got to be a, a boyfriend. I got to be a business owner. I got to be a, a landlord. I got to be like, I have to be all of these things, right? So how do you not have time to go? And I'm in combat sports too, right? Like I box, like I had a boxing competition earlier this year. I've been doing it for three and a half years. Like you can't possibly have an excuse at 23 for not going to the gym. That's just lazy. It is lazy. Yeah, I admit it. I admit it's lazy, but uh, All right. I can change that. Good. So that's that's going to be a big area for you that needs to get worked on. Look, dude, I'll tell you this. You know, I was thinking about this earlier because I was thinking about combat sports a lot the last um, couple of months. And it's like, do I know anybody that's a competent fighter? Kickboxing, Cali sticks, Krav, 
boxing, doesn't matter what it was, but I was thinking to myself, do I know a single guy that's a competent fighter that doesn't have sex or that doesn't have a woman in their life or isn't spinning plates or something like that? It's like not a single one. I don't know a single guy that lives in a strong, physically competent body that, that understands how to wield force or defend from force that doesn't have a woman involved in their life or multiple women, right? Um, if anything, I mean, if you want to solve your problem, become a bodybuilding competent fighter <laughs> and like women will be no trouble at all for you. They will, they will end up talking to you. I mean, you're a good enough looking guy that they'll, that if you know how to fight and you look strong, they'll start nudging up to you. Like they'll start orbiting you. You see what I'm saying here? I do. Like it, like it could be that easy for you, but let's talk about, you know, the captivation, the game, you know, the seduction well, part of it and all that on. sort of thing. I think another reason that I haven't done the, the the gym taking it as seriously is because I don't have like, I don't have the standards. Like I don't I don't need a, a a chick that's like fit as hell and like I don't really care about that. Like to me, uh, you're gonna know. care about it if you end up with a chick that's that's sick, sickly, has bad genetics, is gonna produce. You but, know what I mean? I mean? Yeah, I, I diabetes. Yeah, yeah. She needs to take care of her health, definitely. Yeah, like, why would you want to check that's not a, that's not healthy? Well, not not. I mean, being healthy and being like athletic. I mean, okay, athletic. so okay, so frame the thirty three year old that you went out to dinner with and had lunch that went for two dates, height and weight for her. Five, I don't know the weight. She was like average build, five nine. So so she's five nine. So she's a few inches taller than you. What do you think she would uh, weigh? One. 40, 30. 140, 130. Okay. 140. I mean, she wasn't like, she was not chubby, but like a bit average, but like a bit filled out. Average, but a bit filled out. So a little bit on the heavier side. Slightly. Okay. It's mostly average. <clears throat> I made fun of my brother once because um, I remember when he first moved back to Canada, he was dating this round girl that used to work with him and my brother was even skinnier than I was at his age and he's slightly taller and I said to him I go you you guys look like the number 10 walking down the street because he's a big long stick and she was a bit of a circle right and it's like that's a total mismatch right like wh what would a uh, women don't like they want to be with a physically larger human being like they want to be with a bigger guy like even in lesbian relationships you'll notice that the feminine one and the lesbian relationships usually smaller she's more petite she's more feminine and then you know the other one the more dominant one it's you know the butch yeah, haircut. I, know that. I know that you notice I mean, that right like, I, I yeah i mean yeah like women want to be with a physically larger guy when i was as i said when i was working out like consistently uh the chick i was on a date on like felt my arms like yeah. hey you have so I, I get it but like yeah, yeah but i guess as i said the thought process was like you know if she's not athletic like if she's like, I guess, I don't want to say below my league, but like, you know, below my league, essentially. I mean, what do I need to like go to all these lengths to? So let me ask you this question. Um, pick somebody that's a popular figure, either in Hollywood or, you know, somebody that we would know that you're keen on. Like, do you have a crush on a female actress or, a, I don't know, a musician or anything? Uh... Like, what's hot to you? A lot, a lot of things. Um, 
I don't know. Give me an example of a woman. Zendaya. Zendaya. Okay, I got to look that up because I don't know that. So I'm going to pull it up over here. Hold on a second. Is that Z E N? No, it's Z E N T A Y A. A Y A. Zendaya, American actress. Okay, who is this? Uh, she's kind of a mulatto chick. She looks like she's mixed. Yeah. Uh, okay, so who is this? I've, I've never heard of her before. Uh, Emmy Golden Gold, named one of the most influential people in the world. She's 26 years old. Okay, yeah, she's attractive. Uh, what is Zen? <laughs> what are these one name people? Eh, it's like Prince. Uh, what is she known for? I received accolades, primetime actress, singer, Hollywood. Okay. All right. So I don't know who this is. Yeah. She's like, this chick's hot, right? Like, you would be happy with a woman like this if she said, Yo, Bob, I dig your vibe. I, I would be. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of, yeah. Okay. So why are we going out with average 140 pound women that are 10 years older than you then? Like, you just try to get a start somewhere? Because I'm, 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 I'm I'm a bit desperate. Desperate, okay. So you're yeah. lowering your standards. I mean, to me, she wasn't like unattractive, but I've definitely like. Well, 140 pounds, me, five foot nine, thirty-three does not look like Zendaya. She looks younger than her age. Okay. She looked like she was in her twenties. She, she looked, okay, but this but this Zendaya chick's fit, right? Like she's a she's, yes. You know, she's your typical. Uh, how tall is she? she? She looks pretty small. But I'm not, I'm not like, I know I'm, I'm just an average. I'm not going to get some diet, anyone like that. Well, you're not going to get her with that attitude and the fact that you're too light and that you're not captivating. You got the anxiety. Like you'll never get her with that stage in your life. But I mean, I will tell you flat out. I mean, it's entirely pl plausible that this kind of chick would be the kind of gal you know, that you could have in your life. And I'm not saying that to fluff you up or to lie to you or say that, you know, this is a light at the end of the tunnel, but dude, like you have so much growth that's you know within you you know you got so much potential you've you've just got to deal with all the issues that are holding you back and again i would never recommend to any guy to deal with these issues to get the girls like dealing with these issues to get girls i understand we'll get them but it, it should be for yourself first it should be you know so that you've got options in your life so you can have a better career so that you can make more money so that you can live longer in a healthier body you know and do all these things but it's like you know, the byproduct will be having more opportunities and more options with women. You understand what I'm saying here, right? Yeah, I do. Anyway, um, like, you know, this chick, she's a good looking girl. Um, definitely plausible. You know, it's definitely plausible. Um, but you have no no chance right now with where you're at right now. So I want you I want you to get your ass in the gym and put on some weight. I want you to aim for 155, 160 pounds to get there, train with your friend, um, read on how to how to bulk up. There's lots of videos out on the internet that, that show you how to do it. You can buy programs that will uh, walk you through it if you need more guidance. Make sure you feed your body. Make sure you're taking in sufficient protein. Uh, don't be afraid of red meat. Red meat is great for you. It's one of the best foods that you can possibly consume. Definitely have chicken, have fish, you know, have the other uh, protein sources. Um, make sure you're throwing some greens in your body. I mean, if you want to really get fully geeky on um, like biohacking and optimizing your health about a month and a half ago, maybe within the last two months, I did a, a podcast on the topic, breaking down everything that I do, uh, blood work, uh, you know, origin of your genome, what to eat, what you might have inflammatory responses to and, and, and tailing yourself to that. Like 
I can t- like, like Bob, I'm not saying this to be mean to you, but I'm a lot older than you and I could steal any gal from you that you're sitting down talking to. Right. And that, and that shouldn't be the case, right? Like you should have a leg up by the time you're 23, right? Like you should have a lot more opportunity. And, and the starting point that I want you to begin with is as soon as you're done with this, I want you to message your friend and be like, we're training. What's your schedule like? When do you do it? I want you to get your supplements in order. How many hours a night do you sleep? Eight. Eight hours? Perfect. Make sure you get plenty of sleep. You get quality sleep? Like it's deep sleep, like you're sleeping straight through the night, you don't wake up? Sometimes, for the most part, yeah. Okay, good. Okay. So, so I mean, you've got your sleep down, which is great, because, I mean, it's an area that people can, can struggle with, but it's diet and exercise. Pick up heavy shit, put it down. Move more, eat better. You know, make sure you're getting in sufficient protein. And train, 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 and keep doing it until you get your body weight up to somewhere where it's reasonable for your height. Um, don't turn yourself into a bodybuilder. Turn yourself into somebody that looks like a, a professional swimmer. You know what swimmers look like. You know, we're talking like Michael Phelps's. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you need. All right. That's good. Good guidance. Thank that's you. all you need. Honestly, like women don't want like jacked up, like juiced up guys. They don't even want jacked up guys because, I mean, you're too bulky and... And it sucks to live in that body anyway because you can't walk around. You don't get shirts that fit you properly. You know, your thighs rub together when you walk. You don't want that anyway. It's just aim for like a swimmer's build, which is for your height, you're going to say 155, 160 pounds. Yeah, I think I can attain that. All right. So do that. Um, as far as the awkwardness, um, I mean, you know that you need to work on that. I, I'd keep doing the Toastmaster stuff. Get into social circles, man. Um, another thing that I would recommend for you, and you may not have the interest in it, um, but I would say get into some sort of like something competitive, something that forces you to compete. If you like to compete in the intellectual world, join a chess club. If you like to compete in the physical realm, do volleyball, do murder ball, do ball hockey, uh, you know, um, get into combat sports, man. I love combat sports. I can't recommend it enough to people. I really can't. I mean, at the end of the day, what would happen if the shit hit the fan for you? What do you mean? The zombie apocalypse comes. A freaking meteorite, you know, comes out of the sky and wipes out 35% of the world's population. You know, like, I'm talking about the shit hits the fan. Like, would you be able to survive? Probably not. Right. So you'd be fodder, right? Like, you would be one of the first people to go down. Does that feel good to think about life that way? No. No, I know I have a lot of work to do, as I said. I mean, I'm not like the strongest guy. uh, Do you know what the concept of anti-fragility is? I can can get gather. Okay, well, there's a book called Anti-Fragile, so so just explain it to you. I mean, if you want to dive through it, dive through it. But I would definitely recommend, um, you know, consuming more audiobooks, you know, if you have time. I mean, you can do the audiobooks while you're at the gym. But the concept of anti-fragility is when chaos comes into your life, it improves, right? Like your life gets better. So if I were to take this uh, San Pellegrino uh, bottle, you just close the top so it doesn't leak anywhere. But if I were to take this bottle and I were to put it in a cardboard box and ship it to you, um, I would have to write fragile on it because if that box was dropped by the shipping company, the glass would break and the water would go everywhere and you'd never get it. Sorry, that's my ringtone. Um, so this would be an example of something fragile. Something robust would be like uh, getting a bag of uh, sand, throw, you're putting it in a box and shipping it to you. It's not going to get worse. It's not going to get better if somebody drops it. It's just a bag of sand, right? Anti-fragile means that you become better as chaos comes in your life. 
You see what I'm saying here? So yeah. when difficulty comes at you, do you get better as a result of that difficulty? Can you get better as a result of that chaos? Because right now you as a man are fragile, right? Like there's, like there's probably women out there that weigh 130 pounds that could probably smoke you in a boxing ring, right? Yeah. Yes. You see what I'm saying, right? Like, you know, strengthening yourself up and, and becoming more robust and less fragile. And as you become more robust and you can lean into anti-fragile, but when chaos and shit comes at you in your life, because I'll be honest with you, man, like you got to be hard on yourself because the world's indefinitely harder on you. Like the world is a difficult place. It is ruthless and it doesn't give a fuck about anything. And you need to be yeah. tough on yourself, right? Yeah, I know. See what I'm saying? So you need to hold yourself to standards, right? Like you got to get out of the shower and look at yourself in the mirror and just say, what the fuck is this? Right? Like, would you bang you? Yeah. You might. Yeah, I was a chick. Um, I'm not bad looking. I mean, I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm you're not just bad, bad but, but you're small though, right? At 110 pounds, like you're, like you're um, fragile, right? Like uh, you're not a, yeah. a beast. Yeah, I, I, I understand that. Um, That's what I'm saying. Like a woman given the choice between somebody lean and fragile like that is going to pick the guy built like a swimmer. Probably. Right. So yeah. if you want to eliminate the competition or if you want to even compete, if you want to compete on a sexual marketplace against other guys, like you're up against guys that are physically fit, that have a V taper, broad shoulders, narrow waist, you know, like those kind of guys. And you're not going to be able to get a woman's attention having that fragile sort of appearance in the world, you know, carrying yourself that way. So this is like one of the most fundamental things that, you know, that you got to start with and starting lean, my friend, you know, like I said earlier, starting lean is way better than starting heavy. I mean, if you're 300 pounds, I'll be like, you got even more work to do, bro. <laughs> but at 110, at least you have only up to go. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, don't stop dating. Don't stop dating, you know, get out there, talk to gals, you're gonna, you're gonna struggle still. But, you know, it, it's, you know, the whole notion of you're not going to score a goal if you don't get on the ice. As I said, I've, I've, you know, I put myself out there a lot through apps, through, through social media approaches, campus approaches, mm -hmm. I've gone on the dates. So, uh, you know, I've definitely, it's not a thing where I'm like, sitting in my basement. And Let me just like, give you a bit of a analogy. You ever, you ever been skiing or snowboarding? Skiing once. Yeah, okay. You got a window yeah. you can close there? What? <laughs> you got a window you can close so that doesn't interrupt again. Um okay, so so you've been skiing. So have did you did you drive a car up there? Like how'd you get there? Not with family years ago. Did you guys drive or or yeah, we drove. Yeah. You notice what happens with a car if you have summer tires or all season tires on it and there's snow on the road, right? Yeah. So the way that you're approaching women right now is the equivalent of trying to drive a car on a, on a snowy surface with all season or summer tires, right? It, like the tires are going to spin. There's going to be motion. The revs will go up. You know, you'll hear stuff. Maybe you'll make some forward movement, but it's a colossal waste of energy, right? Yeah. Now go and put some snow tires on a car that's got quattro and you're ripping through the snow like no, like, like nobody's business. That's what, dating you know becomes for men when they level themselves up and they've got the competence and they're captivating and they do all those things to, you know get themselves to the to the place that really matters 
right? It just becomes so much easier. So you're not, again, doing this to get the girls. You're doing this for yourself so that life becomes easier. You know, like you put yourself on an easier mode. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Right. So, so, I mean, like you want to get those summer tires off the car that's rear wheel drive and put some snow tires on a Quattro and things just become so much easier. And that's what I'm trying to trying to convey to you. Like that's what I'm trying to explain to you is, is that you've got a starting point. Like you've got the vehicle. You know, you got a great family. You got siblings. You know, you got your life together. Clearly, I see that you travel. You know, um, you got to learn how to smile more. But you'll have more to smile about when you look better. When you've got you know a, a more interesting life. When you've got women that are you know hitting you up, going, "Hey Bob, I'd love to see you again. I had fun last night. When can we do that again?" Sort of thing. Right. That's a strong indicator of genuine burning desire. Yeah. Yeah, it is. And you're not, I mean, you're far off, but you're not that far off. I mean, it takes time. It takes incremental. Improvement. Right. But, but it, but it begins like, how do you eat an elephant? It's one bite at a time. I had this friend of mine. Let me tell you the story. I had this friend of mine. He was, um, he was an entrepreneur. I was in a forum with him. And one of the things that stood out was he um, took, I think it was two and a half or three years off to summit the uh, seven peaks around the world. Hurricane hits uh, the Cayman Islands, flattened everything, lost his business, lost his job, everything. And um, he needed a break from reality, decided to start climbing mountains. And I've never climbed a mountain before. It's on my list of shit to do. Um, but it's, it's a very long path. They're a lot bigger than you think. And he did them on all the continents, summited them all, you know, within that period of time. And I said to him, you know, one time, because we were up north at uh, Collingwood, and, you know, if you don't know, Collingwood's a ski village. It's called uh, Blue Mountain here. And I think, I don't know, the elevation's maybe 1,000 feet or 1,100 feet, so it's not huge. But the the plan was to walk up the face of one of the mountains or one of the uh, ski trails, you know, during the summertime. And I looked over to, you know, the bottom. I said, okay, well, you know, you've done this a lot. What is your best advice on getting to the top? And he said, you just take one step at a time, right? And this is what your life needs to become. It's one step at a time. You know, you're not going to get to the ideal body weight that you want. You're not going to get to the captivating version of yourself tomorrow. You're not going to read a book and women are going to be throwing their pussy at you or any of those things. None of those things are going to happen overnight. They're going to take time. It's going to take reps. It's going to take effort. It's, and it's going to take you seeing and wanting it bad enough, right? Because, you know, I always say to guys, right? If you want it bad enough and you're willing to do the work, then you'll get it. If you're not willing to do the work and you don't want it bad enough, then you'll make an excuse. So you'll either make it happen or you make an excuse. You're no different yeah. than me. Like you're no different than me when I was, you know, your age and I was a skinny dude and I didn't have, you know, much going on. I mean, I had a motorcycle and I had some interesting hobbies, but uh, like women would talk to me. I'd, I'd go out with them, but the hard thing with chicks and, you know, you learn this as you get older is that you really shouldn't have to work for them, if that makes sense. When sense. you've made yourself into the man that, you know, is the optimal version of yourself, they're just, you know, they're fun to hang around with. You know, you have a good time. You have options. If she's difficult, you can replace her. Like, it just becomes easier. Have you talked to your parents about this? Like, your mom and dad? Like, does your dad give you any kind of advice? Like, what do you usually hear from them? I don't talk to my father um, a lot about it. I have, but, you know, um, he hasn't, he said the same thing to 
that you did once. He's like, you know, muscles. I bet if you got muscles, he, yeah. you know, my 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 women in my family just say like, you know, you'll find the one, you'll find the right one. Be confident, women like confidence, mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. So, my like status too. They put that, but uh, okay, yeah. okay. So let's talk about status. So how do you convey status? education a job um nice clothes a nice car uh like you're going places like you have a, a good trajectory is your dad self-employed or does he work for somebody he works so he's got a job yes but it's not like anything it's not like high status but it's okay. a job hmm. and what does your mom say what does my mom what what does she say about you know attracting women and solving a problem like this she actually makes more than he does. Um, she, uh, well, my mom is my stepmother, basically. Um, Cause I don't talk to my my mother a lot about it, but uh, she was like, "Yeah, like, just keep bringing yourself out there. Just be confident. Like, just um, women. Like, I remember one time after a date didn't go well. She was like, because I was getting upset about it. Like, mm -hmm. I was in beta. She was like." If she saw you right now, like, like be it like man up, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, in hindsight, I think that was good advice. But um, she doesn't have a lot of like. That's kind of like the tip, you know, the standard advice that you get as a guy. So like, how old were you when you acquired your stepmom in your life? A kid. She's yeah. always been there. I have, oh, okay. have divorced parents. Okay, so some of your siblings are half siblings. Yes. Okay. Huh. So you're the oldest of this uh of the the clan yeah hmm. it, yeah they um they don't have they don't really have like they're not like doing too doing like amazingly you know in dating like they don't bring home anyone but um mm -hmm. well i mean they're gonna run into the same problems that you are because you're from the same environment I mean, I would give the exact same advice to, I think it's your brother that you gave the birthday wishes to in your social media there. I would give the exact same advice to him. You know, he needs to start with putting on some weight too. He said he's going to try dating apps at uh, when he goes to uni. So Yeah, well, it's, you know, you, you know, you can try the dating apps when you're inadequate. But I mean, that's like trying to drive on snow with summer tires and rear wheel drive, right? Like you'll, you know, you'll make some noise in the, you know, you'll do some, movement you might move forward a little bit but but it's a lot of work for the distance that you travel yeah um so yeah i mean i get i get the advice but you like, know how women use dating apps right like they typically swipe left on something like 80 85 yeah, percent of that. the profiles yeah. that they see 80, so 20 roll. yeah 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 so i mean if yeah, they don't they don't care about what your job is at that point. They don't read your funny little blurb in the bio to try to get their attention. They just swipe on the first photograph. And if it's not compelling enough, then they just go left. And the first photograph is the one, it's the first post that uh exactly my, and, my and these, you know, a lot of these women that are swiping left on, you know, these profiles, they're overweight, bratty, entitled, multiple kids from multiple fathers, or they're, they're pretty low value, you know, in a lot of these That's right. too. I mean, if they are low value, it's like, why should, and I understand the, I understand the importance of, of developing yourself. Yeah. Obviously. But I mean, if, if, if I don't have like excessive standards, why should I need to be this like God to get with like a, a an average or even below average?
jerk. Well, I mean, you don't have to be a god, but you have to be better than them. No, no, but you have to be better than them, right? Like that's what they're looking for. They want to know that you're better than they are. They want to know that you're more competent. They want to know that you've got more money. They want to know that you're more interesting. They want to know that you've got a good social circle, that you're influential, that you're competent, that you have, that you live a compelling life that's a, that's interesting to them. Um, because women generally enter the frame of a man. Like that, that's how the, like, that's not how all relationships go, but that's how the best relationships will go is if a woman enters my frame, becomes a compliment to my life, not the focus is useful in it. You know, doesn't break my balls, like all of those things. You see what I'm saying? Right. But it's like, not everybody follows that model, but like for you to have that opportunity to select from the higher, uh, value women, the more attractive ones, the Zendaya's of the world, you know, if you will. Even if we're not talking about Zendaya herself, maybe Zendaya minus one or two or three on the SMV scale sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but if you want to have the option to be exposed to those more attractive women that, you know, you're like, oh, wow, that's that's hot. Then you've got to deal with all these things, you know, for yourself. You got some good f- photography here, right? Like I can see that you travel a lot, which is which is pretty slick, but you got to smile more in the pictures. You know, you got to ideally you want to have like a social influence in some of the pictures right like you just look like you're sort of standing there in front of something to to pose in front of it right like you like you see what i'm saying like if a yeah. chick sees this like if i were to take this link and i were to i mean if you want me to you know if you want to give me you know permission to do this we got ladies night on after this like i can take your social media i can ask them to take a look at it and provide some feedback if you want to hear it from yeah i like one. that yeah all right. Well, we're going to make that part of ladies night, which is going to kick off at 845. So we'll get some feedback for, from some gals on this. So you guys can hear it from the ladies directly, as Bill Burr would say. But, um, dude, what questions do you have for me at this point? Because I could keep going. I want to stop and have a little sip here, yeah. uh, my drink, and you know, listen to what you have to say. I appreciate all the advice you've given me. I mean, you've given me a lot more advice than any adult in my life has. Um, and... You know, I, I appreciate that. You've really kind of broken it down into like actionable steps. Um, I guess what questions do I have for you? Um, do you, what would you say my SMV is total with like social status, body looks? Um, it doesn't really matter what I would say it is because I'm, cause I'm a dude and I'm not gay and I don't really care. Um, but I know how women think and how they evaluate guys. And I can tell you that you probably are pretty low on most women's scale. The thing that you have going for yourself is you have a good looking face. So I would, I would use that as your first profile picture, probably more close up, um, you know, than anything else. I wouldn't do background or show yourself head to toe. Um, you'll get their attention more that way, you know, from that regard. But as soon as you like, um, you know, it was like pinch and zoom, but as soon as you like broaden the spectrum of view and they take a look at you, they take a look at your life, they start looking at social media. You don't have, you have a captivating life because you travel, but you don't have social influence, you know, from the sense of you're, you're doing cool things with other people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. um, I mean, if you go to my social media, you'll see, you know, randomly peppered out there or even on stories, me doing stuff with friends, you know, sort of stuff. It's because, well, I like to do stuff with my friends and we do cool shit. So I share, you know, some of that. That's really what Instagram is generally for. That's what most people should use it for. I mean, I use it more for business production than anything else. But the average guy out there, if you're trying to leave a footprint, like a digital footprint to signal something to the world, 
dude, you've traveled to some cool places. I know a lot of these places because I've been to them, right? Um, like you've got something interesting going on. It's just you're not telling the story that, you know, the best way that you can. You are the centerpiece, right, of each frame and each photograph. And you're not standing out enough, right? You're not you're not really grabbing their attention, right? Like you, you don't look like a man. You look like a handsome boy. You know, if I can put it that way. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, I feel like that. Right. So it's like, okay, well, let's, let's fix the optics of masculinity and strength. Go to the gym, do all the stuff that I talked about. I would encourage you to get into combat sports because if the shit hits the fan, you're going to need to ha- need to know how to defend yourself and the people that you care about and love. And it's a useful skill. And it's it, like, honestly, combat sports, in my estimations, is going to be better for your cardiovascular health than biking. I like cycling too. Like I cycle a lot. Um, I usually take my bike more as like a fitness mode of transportation to get around different places. Like if I have to hit the bank, I usually take my bicycle, you know, sort of thing. So I'm not saying stop cycling if you like it, but throw something else into the mix. And 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 don't give yourself the bullshit excuse like, oh, I don't have time or, uh, you know, I have other things to do or whatever. Or I have to prioritize making my LinkedIn look better. <laughs> bullshit. Um, make the time to work on your physical appearance. And again, I really like combat sports. Give it a, like, do yourself this favor. Give it a try for 90 days. Do a 90 day trial at a dojo and just faff about try boxing, try kickboxing, try Krav, you know, try a bunch of different disciplines. Cause that's usually what they'll offer you. They'll, they'll have some sort of schedule and you can just sort of show up when they're doing classes and you can jump in the classes and you're going to look like a fool. You know, you're not going to look good compared to the other people that go on a regular basis. Um, You're going to struggle with it. You might feel somewhat awkward, but it doesn't matter. Like part of life as a guy is moving through your awkward phases in in everything. Uh, Like I had a stutter, dude. Like I had a stutter for many, many years, a bad stammer. Um, It still comes back from time to time in a very light way. Like if you really watch my videos and you paid attention to me, you'll, you'll see me stammer from time to time. But I had it really bad where I couldn't actually talk. Like I couldn't complete a sentence. I couldn't ask a question without stuttering. So we all have awkward moments in our lives that we have to sort of push through and break through and grow out of, but it just takes consistent dedication to that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it does. And I, I admit I haven't been that dedicated with my body, um, at least with the, 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 the optics, but um, yeah, I, I guess one more question I would have for you is like, mm. Regards to like social, like a social circle, like I know I don't have much of one. I just have like a build few one. friends. It's 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 easy to build if you're in a hiking club. It's easy to build if you go to a dojo and you start competing with people. It's easy to build, you know, when you make the effort to make the connections. And I'll tell you firsthand from my perspective because I'm because I'm way more of an introvert, right? Like I can I can be by myself for days and I'm and I'm totally fine, right? Like I don't need to be around people. I like being around very high quality people. Um, that I really do enjoy, but I'm more of an introvert. I'm not, I'm not extroverted. Um, it sounds like you're more of an introvert too. You don't really have big social circle stuff. Yeah, I don't. Aside from cycling, what else do you like to do for fun? Hiking. I love nature. Um, if you see on my profile, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I love going out to nature. I love photography, I have a photography website. Um, okay. But I haven't really monetized that. But mm-hmm. uh, 
I love that. I love, um, I love going out to restaurants, trying new restaurants. Um, and those are kind of the, the main other than biking. And I want to, I want to, um, do more, uh, mountain biking. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. But, okay. But all of that stuff is, is going to keep you super lean. So make sure that if you're still doing that, that you're, that you're also in the gym lifting heavy weights. Like you have to do resistance training hundred percent, especially if you're doing the cardio because the cardio will keep you super lean. Okay. So join a, I mean, you know, if you want to be around and do social stuff, it's kind of hard to be social when you're riding a bicycle, right? Cause you're like, you're not really having a conversation when you're on a bike. Like you have a conversation when you get off the bike and you sit down and you get a coffee. Like that's usually when the conversations happen. So it's pretty hard to be social when you're on a bike. So you're going to have difficulty building a, you know, like a strong network riding a bicycle. So don't look towards that. Just do that, you know, as a fun thing, but find something that lets you be social, you know, that you like doing. You're talking about photography. Can you join a photography club and go out and do shoots with them and learn from them and ask questions? Cause that, cause that's somewhere where you can have some dialogue. Um, what else did you say that you like hiking? You know, you can certainly walk and, and talk. Um, hiking club would be a good idea. Find something like that. Find a local group that, that does meetups and, uh, hikes. Um, hikes are great dates too, you know, by the way. Um, if you meet a chick and you have a coffee, you could easily turn that coffee into a little stroll. Uh, you could even make the second date a, a hike, you know, if you like doing that. Because if that's your, you know, if that's your jam, then you should probably find a chick that likes walking too, right? Yeah, although I don't think hikes are like amazing first date. Um, yeah. You'd be surprised. I, I've I've done lots of, you know, meet me here, let's grab a coffee, and we'll go for a uh, stroll. Yeah. So I'll just tell, yeah, I'll just tell you. And like, it goes most, very well. Yeah, most of the first dates that I've been on are dinner restaurants. Um, sometimes don't, because you're out. leading with your wallet. I've gone out for like, um, like a, like a whole day with the girl. Like you've gone to like the lake and like the beach. Um, I've nah, been like it's, the bookstore. Again, it's, it's, it's too much for the date and it comes off as needy and desperate. Um, high value guys that are doing something with their life are not, Hey, on a first date, let me pack a picnic and let's go to the lake for five or six hours. Right. Um, you, you have to get, do you know who Orion Taraban is? No. He's a psychologist. I had him on for a podcast on my channel. Um, he has a way with words and he has a video. I think the title of the video is give her the gift of your absence, you know, sort of thing. And all that really means is don't be available all the time, right? It comes off as needy. It comes off as too available. It, and women see that as unattractive because a guy doing something with his life has his time in demand doing things or he's got other women that he's dealing with, you know, sort of thing. Whatever it happens to be, you don't want to make the first date long. It's it's it's, it's short. It's one hour, dude. Read my okay. book. Trust me. Okay. It's okay. it's short. Like it's one hour. It, like what you should be doing ideally. I mean, you know, you can make this goal to sort of work up to is you should have so many options on dating apps or cold approach or any of those things that it's like, okay, Sunday you've got two, three, maybe four women lined up back to back because you're spinning plates. You got a one o'clock, you got a two o'clock, you got a three o'clock, you got a four o'clock. They're all in the same neighborhood. You walk from one restaurant or coffee shop to the other, you know, to meet up with the other girls. That's, so, that's an efficient use of your time. Yeah. Um, so, well, the thing is, I don't, I've dated multiple women before. Um, yeah. Like I've been on like multiple first dates in like a week, but uh, mm -hmm. I'm not really looking to spin plates. As I said, I'm more looking for an LTR. 
I got it. But for you to get to an LTR, you need to spend plates. Like you can't distinguish uh, good from bad. Like you can't, like the reason why when you go to the grocery store and you go to, you know, pick up a apple, you know, for example, there's a whole bunch of apples there because you choose from the best apple that you can grab within your reach that you can put in your buggy, right? You never just grab the first, like if there was one apple there, you probably would skip the apples. You'd go to the bananas or the oranges or something, right? You see what I'm yeah. saying, right? Like for you to get to the girlfriend, that's fine. I understand that you're monogamous. You want to have a girlfriend. That's fine. But for you to have the girlfriend, you're going to have to spin the plates. You're going to have to be a bit of a player first. You're going to have to date a bunch of women. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Because I mean, otherwise, you're going to do what all the other dorks end up doing. And, and the first girl that touches your pee-pee that you then have sex with, you're going to be like, do you want to be my girlfriend? And then like... I've seen that happen over and over again. It's like betaization through a thousand concessions. You know, she ends up cheating on you. She ends up breaking your heart. She leaves you. It's like, dude, trust me when I say this. If you want to have a girlfriend, you have to, you're going to have to play the field because you're not going to know what a good girl looks like that doesn't have red flags. One, that's in my book also. And two, you want to choose women that choose you, right? So these women should be out there looking at you going oh this guy's doing an interesting thing you want them to come to you bob and say something like hey bob you know we've been dating for three four months i really dig your vibe i like you know things that we've done i like these things about you whatever i don't want to share you you know can you you know can you be my boyfriend I, you know i just like you some like that's how you get into a long-term relationship and you and you have to be in a place of abundance you have to be the one that's like sitting there going, oh, okay, she, you know, she really does dig my vibe. Like she has genuine, enthusiastic, burning desire for, for me. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, there's there's loads of videos out there from um, a guy like Dan Bilzerian and the piece of advice that pops all the time on YouTube shirts and social media is don't chase women. Any, any high funny. value guy that gets what they want out of life, they always say the same thing, don't chase women. Don't chase women. Don't chase women. It's the same thing over and over again. And if you're going to put yourself in a position where you're going to chase women, woman, you know, is what I said. And again, she's the first one that touches your pee-pee. It's going to be lock, stock, two smoking barrels, man. You're going to be in that all the way. Yeah. That's a bad place to be, right? You want the Zendayas of the world? You're going to have to go through some shit. You're going to have to dig through a lot of dirt to find gold. Now, Maybe you don't want gold. Maybe you want fool, fool's gold. Maybe you want dirt. I don't know. But you need to get clear on what it is that you're after. Set your sights on it. And then, you know, work your way to it. What do you mean? What do you mean gold? Well, when prospectors go looking for gold, they have to dig through a lot of dirt to get to the gold, right? Yeah. Right. They have to excavate a lot of dirt. They have to blow up a lot of land and, you know, dig it up and run it through the sifters and all that stuff to find the gold. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, you're going to have to do a lot of work to find gold. Like, like I'm assuming when you say girlfriend, you're not just looking for a girl that's a friend that's going to be your girlfriend. You're looking for somebody that's going to be useful in your life. Somebody that's well, going to add said, some value to your yeah, life. Yeah, I want someone that's like, you know, as, as things going for her. Yeah. So how are you going to do that if you only date one girl? I mean, I haven't always, as I said, I've, I've gone on multiple dates. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Keep, keep, 
keep doing that. Like keep, keep dating simultaneously, keep dating a bunch of women simultaneously in a non-monogamous fashion. You let the cream rise to the top and then you choose women that choose you. Right. Okay. You choose my, real, that- my real issue is just that I cannot get past the first or second date. Got it. And, and you'll start getting to the third and fourth dates and the, and the 20th dates and all that stuff when you've done the work on yourself. Right. And some of the most important work that you have to do on yourself is just, just dealing with the physicality of dude. If I just deal with the physicality of getting you up to 150 pounds and being competent in some form of combat sports, your life will improve dramatically in every area. I bet. Yeah, I bet. Um, yeah. What are the I questions you got for me? I mean, I guess the last well, one is that I, I, you said, cool. I mean, I am looking for someone who, who, a girl who wants, who has things going for her, but it's not like I'm looking for like some sort of like, I'm not looking for like a, a seven or an eight or something. Mm-hmm. I'm not looking for someone who's like, you know, like a high status chick. It's like, has all this, all this, I mean, I don't care. Like, I wouldn't mind if she was like more introverted or doesn't have a lot of friends or isn't like that in shape. Um, as long as I'm attracted to her, like. Would you date a, uh, a woman with a child? That's very iffy. Why is that iffy? I mean, I don't want kids. Mm-hmm. So. so you don't want anything to do with another man's kid? No. Good. Okay. So that's, so that's a boundary. So that's a barrier, which is a lot easier to deal with at 23 than it is at 33 or 43, right? Cause you're still quite young and there's uh, fewer women with children at 23 than at, as you get older. But what about the um, heavier gals? I don't Those mind. Look, I don't mind really that. Fit. She doesn't need to be like that fit. I don't really mind that. Uh, well, that's, well, that's interesting, though, because when I asked you to describe a beautiful woman, then you describe Zendaya. You didn't, you that's didn't say a celebrity. Lizzo. Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's never going to happen. That's a celebrity. Right now, it's never going to happen. That's a celebrity. Yeah, but like, why didn't you say Lizzo? Because, you know, because like Lizzo's big. I mean, there's other women I like that are, I, I've, I don't have a lot of celebrity crushes. So like when you ask that, yeah. I'm like, I, I just, the women that I've had, I have liked have come in like have been curvy you know chubby they're not and thin and you know average weight it's like it's just a variety i mean i'm i'm really not that picky yeah no i mean clearly if you're if you're dating a 33 year old it's average in uh, stature um so are you cool with spinning plates yeah i could i could learn it's there's really nothing to learn you just date a bunch of women at the same time i mean you don't like the big mistakes that guys make bob and i could see you doing this it's like the first girl that gets to date three or four you sit them down and you go i want to be your boyfriend right and then the reaction ends up being yeah uh that's too early i don't think so you yeah. want a chick to come to you and say i want to i want to be your girlfriend i want to be with you I don't want to share you. I want to claim you. I don't want anybody else, just you. I haven't seen anybody else since we started dating. That's what you want from a gal. She, she, she should be pursuing me. That's the ideal scenario. That's where you have genuine burning desire. And I can tell, like, I've had lots of guys that have worked through this hurdle. Like, 
I know that it might seem foreign to you right now, that it might seem impossible, but I've seen lots of guys work through that hurdle and they're like, this is the only way that I will live going forward. I mean, I've had, as I, I mean, I've had like, I've had, I've had a number of women tell me that I'm good looking, that I'm, that I'm compliment me in one way or another. It's just, I just, um, a lot of the time it just doesn't, has, doesn't really go anywhere or like, you know. Oh, I know. Yeah, for sure. Um, so what are the action steps that you're going to take at this point? I've got, um, I got to hop on a show in uh, about 20 minutes and I need okay. a quick 10 minute yeah, break. Yeah. So I got, I got about 10 more minutes that I can spend with you, my friend. So what are the action items that you're going to take? I'm going to the, to the gym. Okay. What else? Every, every other day. Um, I'm going to eat more, have more protein. Good. What else? I guess I'll look into combat. Cool. Would tennis be okay? Is that something? Tennis is a combat, but you know what's good about tennis is there's lots of girls at tennis clubs with short skirts running around and you have to play against them. Yeah. Tennis is great. So join a a tennis club. Okay. Um, What else? Um, Preferably one that might be a private club that you have to pay some money to get into, especially if you want to get around more attractive uh, women that aren't uh, bums. Yeah. Um, I will. I'm going to go to like groups you know i'm gonna look more when i get get to you um you know a lot of meetups like a lot of like meetup.com like that's yep. older people mm-hmm. and i know i went on a date with a 33 year old but i'm saying it's all older people it's like okay. mostly people up there so i think when i get back to uni and uh end of september i'll be much more proactive about about groups mm-hmm. um yeah Combat sports is a yes or no? Yeah, I'll look into it. You're going to do it? I'll give it a try for a month. <laughs> You're not going to do 90 days. You can do 30 days, huh? I'll see how I like it. I want to encourage you to, to stick with it for a full three months. Go to the classes, mix up the classes, try it out, immerse yourself into it. Uh, see See what sticks because I guarantee something will stick. Something okay. absolutely will stick for you. Um, you just have to find out what that thing happens to be. Um, okay. I would also, I would also encourage you to, um, spend some time on self-development and mindset. What sort of content do you consume? I think you, you mentioned in one of the messages, I'm not going to dig it up now, but, but like, what do you watch on YouTube? Like, uh, you know, what do you browse on the internet? Like, where do you spend your time? Um, I watch a lot of like. I mean, I watch, I mean, I watch a fair amount of like content, like you, like you basically mm-hmm. like, personal, like self-development. Um, I like this guy, uh, what's his name? Um, it's like a neuroscientist, but I forget the name. It's like a state, he's like a Stanford neuroscientist. He has a podcast, Huberman. Mm-hmm. Huberman Huberman Labs, yeah. Um, I've, I used to watch Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I read a lot, a lot of like Reddit. Yeah, I'd I'd stay out of Reddit because I mean the problem with that is they're anon authors, and my experience with a lot of these anon authors is they're just frauds, dipshits, and like they're just not good men or good at being men. They can say whatever they want, type in whatever they want, but you can't size them up. I mean, you can look in my eyes and see what I'm about, right? Like my name is my name, you know. Google me, you know, sort of thing. So, um, 
stay with guys that are that have done something with their life stay with like the advice that i give if i'm going to read a book it's like okay would i trade my life with this guy's life right like i want to learn about richard branson to see how he built his virgin empire so i'll go read losing my virginity you like donald trump read his books you know as far as business icons go um alex hormozzi is great you know i'd use him as a good example you know he's got a couple of very good books when it comes to business and entrepreneurship um, attitude and mindset as well. Um, there's a mindset shift that you have to adopt, Bob. You know, you have to you have to create this. So there's a book called uh, Psycho Cybernetics. The author's name is Maxwell Maltz. Yeah, I've heard of it. Have you read it? No. It's probably worth a read because it'll because it'll frame how your mind's eye sees yourself and how you shift that version of yourself. Like one thing I've heard you say a, a bunch of times is. Zendaya is totally out of my league. It would never happen. And it's like, not with that attitude, right? But I mean, like if you shift your mental model of yourself and then you start doing the things every day. So let me explain to you how change works real quick because I've only got about five more minutes. So change works like this. I can always look at somebody's results and then I can go down the path of choices and belief system and I can figure out what part of their belief system is broken. So when you sent me the message, I, I clicked the link to your social media. I looked at the photographs and I, I thought to myself, small in stature guy, not very captivating, good photographs, travels, does something with his life, but there's no social network there. Um, doesn't smile in his photographs. Doesn't look like, um, you know, he's a strong, virtuous guy. Then I get a link to LinkedIn, which is basically your resume. And I'm looking at that and I'm like, boring, you know. That's pretty much what women would do, you know, with that. They'd look at it and be like, boring, who cares? But I see a guy that needs, you know, to do some work. So your so your beliefs echo exactly what you said before, where Zendaya is totally out of my league. It's never going to happen, right? Like, you don't see yourself as that valuable. I think you said you're about a six out of ten. Uh, like, in terms of everything? Yeah. Look. Six, six point five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like you're estimating yourself to be higher than what your value is probably, right? You know, to be honest with you. Um, so the beliefs that you have for yourself, I can never get a Zendaya of the world. Because I mean, if you saw yourself as a 10 out of 10, you'd be like, yeah, no problem. Got it. Yeah, I would. Right? So that's the difference between 6 and 10, you know, sort of thing. So your core belief system only sees yourself limited, you know, your mind's eye itself only sees yourself limited as a six out of 10 or a 6.5 out of 10 or whatever it is you want to call yourself. But, you know, to be honest with you, you're probably not even there, right? Like you've got more work to do to, to get there, but that's how you see yourself, which is why you're able to talk to girls and download the apps and get a few dates and have a dinner and have a lunch, or, you know, and talk and have these conversations and get the ball rolling, but you never get to second base, right? So that comes from choices that you make which deliver the results that I look at. Again, belief system, choices, results. That's that's the sequence. You can take a look at my life on social media, on the internet, you know, my videos, and you'll be like, I see the results. There's choices that are connected to those results, which you'll see in my social media feed, because you'll see that I box, that I do rallies, you know, I do shit, which then takes you to my belief system. And I've talked about my belief system many, many times, right? And you fix the results at the end of the day. And for you, you know, your question is the result that I want is how to attract a girlfriend, right? Like if that is the end result, then the choices that you make every single day need to be aligned with that result that you want, which starts with a belief system deep inside you here. Yeah. Um, I, uh, 
I I understand that, but um, I I guess I didn't think I haven't really like conceptualized it that way. That that uh, you know, looking back at my yeah, I know, but that's how I'm that's how I'm conceptualizing it for you, so that you got some frame around your mind's eye and how you view yourself and how you view the world and your worth in it, right? I mean, you think you're worthy enough to travel in it and go and take photographs in front of cool shit. Yeah, I don't think I'm like, honestly, I mean, maybe you think differently. I don't think I'm like, I wouldn't say I'm a four. I wouldn't say I'm below average. I'd say I'm average to very slightly above average. Maybe well, 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 let's do this. I'll give the Instagram link to the gals and we'll ask them. I'll just ask them to keep it private. You know, you already cleared it. So I'll say, you know, we'll keep this private, open it up and you take a look and you tell me what you think of this guy, like what you would rate him and what advice you'd have for him based on I mean, I'm assuming some of them are going to be watching this right now, hopefully, so we'll get some useful feedback. But you see what I'm saying here, right? Like, you know, you want to get these results that you're looking for. You need to make better choices in your life, right? You need to do things that get you closer to or as close as possible to what it is that you're trying to accomplish. And that starts with your beliefs. You have to see yourself as that guy, you know, in a boxing ring. You have to see yourself as that guy that gets out of the shower and looks in the mirror and has broad shoulders and an arrow waist. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you have to see yourself as that, like you have to see yourself as that guy that op that picks up his phone in the morning and there's messages from multiple women going, Hey, when can I see you again? Yeah, I know. Right. And there's absolutely no way that you're going to get those results. If you don't see yourself as that guy and you start making choices every day that bring you to that. It's like, okay, instead of making a big bowl of pasta tonight, uh, let's make a bowl of pasta and throw some meat sauce on that. Oh, I, 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 I have, and then the red meat. I, I definitely like meat. So, and then I'm going to text my friend in the morning that goes to the gym. I'm going to call him a bitch and I tell him that I'm going to teabag him and that we're going to go to the gym and we're going to lift weights. And if he doesn't show up, I'm going to call him a bitch again and I'm going to bang his sister. Okay. Okay. And then you yeah. start like, you know, playing, you know, some of these games with your friends and, you know, you, you know, you become more playful and captivating and comedy, you know, like, like you see the jokes that I'm throwing here, right? Yeah. Like these are the sorts of, th like you have to become a bit of an asshole. Let me just put it that way. And I know there's going to be like women right now. There's going to be some guys out there going to stop telling her to be such an asshole. It's like, you have to be a little bit of an asshole. Like women like a bit of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, I know. My friend even said something similar to that. And you're I, a nice, I just, I, I, you're I, a nice guy. I, I, I don't think I'm all the way that. No, I've improved on that. But um, no, no. But you're not. But I mean, like, you're a genuinely nice guy. Like I can tell. Right? Did you ever yeah. read No No More Mister Nice Guy? No. Doctor Robert Glover. I'd recommend reading that. Well, um, I just I I I I, I just want to say I. Like when I like if I'm texting and like I'm um, I want to say something that's like more I don't know like boundary pushing or like risque. I kind of mm -hmm. hold myself back because I feel like it'll like she'll get pissed off at me. Let her get pissed off at you. Let her get a little bit angry at you. It's okay. They have an old saying in England, and they say to keep her keen, you have to be a little bit mean. Okay. Do you understand? Yeah. Anyway, I gave you loads of resources. I've given you so much time on this. I really hope that you do something with it. And I want to hear really back from you. It. You're Thank welcome. Thank you so much, man. And 
and I want to hear back from you later on down the road. You know, let me know how you're doing three months down the road, six months down the road. Send me an invite to your wedding if you're going to have one. I'm probably not going to yeah. go because I don't do weddings, but send me the invite anyway. Okay. But uh, yeah, just and you'll send the um, the my socials to. Yeah, I'll 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 just grab your Instagram link and I'll give it to the gals privately and I'll ask them to provide some feedback on the next show and just uh, just so you get some like some feminine answers to some of these questions for you. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Um, guys, I guess with that being said, we're going to wrap up, um, this broadcast, uh, Bob, I'm just going to take you out of the show for a second, just sort of as I, uh, wind us down. I'm doing the ladies night show with Moff, uh, in about 15 minutes. I'm going to have to take a bit of a break and, um, we'll be back. He's got a nice panel of, uh, gals lined up and, uh, that's a slightly different, uh, a different show, but it is yet another podcast that we have for you tonight. I'm going to give you the podcast outro. We'll see you soon. All right, guys, if you enjoyed that podcast, make sure you visit my website at richcooper.ca to learn more about my courses, my book, the unplugged alpha community, or booking me for private coaching. Also, if you are a Canadian with $15,000 or more of credit card debt, and what you are doing right now isn't paying off the balances, then visit totaldebtfreedom.ca and hit get a free quote to see if you qualify to settle your credit card debt for less than you owe today over the next 48 months. Make sure you check out the top pinned comment on YouTube for all